Good morning, everybody. This is Sean Copeland. Today is Saturday, December the 3rd, and welcome to another life-changing edition of the Kingdom Driven CEO. Today on the Kingdom Driven CEO, I am so excited to share with you this topic of power and purpose. And I'm very, very happy to share with you that I am feeling much, much better. And I want to just mention a side note to you all. A friend of mine told me about this, but yesterday uh, I was feeling really, really rough. We're getting ready to head down to Dallas uh, to visit some friends at a, at a uh, client Christmas party and uh, I needed to feel better. And so I used a uh, uh, hydrating service. Basically, I got an IV where they brought me, I believe it was 25 uh, grams of vitamin C and uh, zinc and B12. And I had about a 30-minute IV yesterday. It is a game changer. So if you are really, really sick and having trouble getting over this stuff, man, it was like an overnight uh, healing. So I would highly encourage uh, uh, looking up one of these uh, hydrating services near you. It's, it's amazing. It's not cheap, but it is a game changer. So today, let's talk about uh, purpose. And, and the reason, you know, when I started this podcast, I was really concerned that I was going to have trouble coming up with content. But every week, the Lord brings me uh, content. It's amazing. And over the last week and maybe two weeks, I have had three remarkable conversations about purpose and the power of purpose in our lives. And I just want to share this with you because I think it is game changing uh, stuff. So first of all, uh, purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So today, our question personally is, what is my purpose? And I really want you to think about this. Please think about this a lot as we go through this uh, conversation. What is your purpose? Why do you exist? We all have a unique purpose on this earth. And the first conversation I want to tell you about that was such a game changer for me came from a new friend of mine named Mark Delaney. Mark has a ministry actually called the Purpose Mastermind, and he helps people live out their purpose uh, boldly. And here's what, here's what Mark told me. He said, you know, the, we all have the same storyline. We're born with a desire for purpose, meaning, freedom, and love in our life. He said we want to have joy an impact. We want to make a difference. But during our life, something happens that often derails us. You know, we, we make a big mistake or somebody does us wrong or something goes wrong and we begin to, there begins to be a gap between our actual life and that life of purpose that we originally envisioned and we start to feel trapped. And in this trap, many of us will try to self-medicate through addictions, you know, maybe it's a depression, maybe it's, uh, maybe we become suicidal, maybe we end up with broken relationships. And the question is, can we ever get this life back that we originally intended for ourselves? And guys, this occurs at the highest level in organizations, as well as at the lowest. This is not unique to any specific socioeconomic uh, demographic. 
And he says the way to rediscover our, you know, this this life that we wanted is to rediscover our purpose and the life that we were made for. The challenge with traditional therapy, it's it's wonderful. And I've seen so many people get help with traditional therapy, but the challenge with it only is that it is looking back. You know, we're we're trying to go back and and fix things and solve our past in order to get our life back. And sometimes there's not that much we can do about our past. What if we can't get to the person that we need to apologize to? Or what if the person that needs to apologize to us just won't? You know, can we really unwind our past? And when does that all stop? And then the second problem becomes if we fix these behaviors or we fix ourselves, You know, they teach us we can get back on the path, but when are we really fixed? When is our problem really solved? So instead of focusing on our past and on our problems, you know, Mark says what we have to do is focus on our purpose and how to get there. To get out of this trapped place, we don't necessarily have to go backwards. We can just go forward and pursue our purpose, and it gives us the power to face our problems. It also helps us, by the way, to process the past, and it gives us the fuel to live our best and boldest life. So I really began studying purpose, and I found some really interesting teaching through Tony Robbins. Uh, He says there's really two things that keep us from finding our purpose. One is our desire for certainty. We like to know what's going on. We like uh, comfort. Um, you know, we like routine. It helps us to conserve our mental energy and staying in comfort zones helps to keep us from feeling anxious and certainly from getting hurt, both emotionally and physically, but it also prevents our growth. It keeps us in unfulfilling jobs and unhealthy relationships, and it can prevent us. Certainty can help us, pre- help prevent us from finding our purpose. The second one is limiting beliefs. The stories that we tell ourselves about who we are can either hold us back or propel us forward. You know, when we tell ourselves that we are not good enough, that we don't deserve to be happy, it can lead to limiting behaviors like a fear of failure and self-sabotage. Believing that we don't have any limitations in life can give us the confidence to find our purpose And I can tell you, you do not have any limitations in life. I am living a life that is 100x beyond what I ever expected. You just have to believe and follow your purpose and follow God's uh, direction for your life. As Tony says, we can change our lives. We can do have and be exactly what we wish. Believe that and purpose will follow. Now, there are tons of benefits to knowing our purpose. One is that uh, we live a lot longer. Uh, Two is we're a whole lot healthier. And three is we're a whole lot happier. So I don't know that it gets a whole lot better than that. So let's talk about how to find our purpose in life. One, we have to search inward. Just asking ourselves, what is our purpose in life? How can I be happy? These are actually very, very similar uh, questions. What are the giftings that I have been given? You know, what are the things that give me the greatest joy? Number two, put purpose before goals. A lot of people think goals are purpose. They are not. Excuse me, if we focus only on achieving short-term goals... 
We're never going to find our true passion or learn how to find our purpose. The goals we work toward always need to be based on finding our purpose. Purpose can help us develop our goals, but goals will not help us to develop our purpose. It's really bad. And I'm going to talk about my purpose at the end, so maybe this will help you uh, to kind of find uh, yours. Everything that we need is within ourselves. We just have to find our own purpose. By the way, when we set a goal, it's important to ask ourselves, you know, how is this going to help me feel more fulfilled? How does this relate back to my purpose? And a lot of people will use a purpose journal to make sure that we always keep our purpose top of mind. Number three, focus on what we have. Developing an abundance mindset is basically like opening our eyes to life. We'll start to see the beauty and goodness all around, and our purpose can become much, much uh, clearer. Um, Number four, take ownership for our life. Stop being a victim. True fulfillment comes from beginning to design our own life. We, you know, we are in control of our own life. We make the decisions that determine our life, and that is how we unlock the extraordinary. Number five, think about what brings you joy. Think about on our life. I, I'm making some adjustments at the bank right now where I can focus more on getting out and meeting with clients and potential clients because that's where my joy comes from and that's where my gifting comes from. So think about what brings you joy. You know, your ability, our abilities are connected to that sense of joy. So we want to look at them too. Can you sketch a, a lifelike portrait? Do your friends tell you that you're a great listener? Are you a good communicator or speaker? You know, what are the things that really bring life to you? That will help you to determine your purpose. Number six, develop your own life vision statement. Write out what you want your life to be. Pray about it. Make sure that we are following God's direction for our life. Uh, Write out our story. It helps us uh, organize our thoughts. So giving our life story, go from the beginning until now and look at the markers that God has used to get you uh, where you are. Take time for yourself. Reconnect with yourself. Get away. I encourage, you know, what I am doing now is I'm spending one day a month uh, working outside of the bank with no meetings where I can just think. And during that time, I spend about an hour doing nothing but praying and thinking about my purpose. And then finally, find your community. Find find. Your purpose in life is often about discovering where you best fit in. When we meet our people, we can feel like we're at home, relaxed and at ease and able to truly be ourselves. Our community can often help us discover how to find our purpose. So you might want to find a volunteer group or find a a group that is interested in the same things that you are interested in. Now, there was a book called The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren that really changed my life, and I highly encourage it if you have a chance to read it. it it's, uh, the, the tagline was, what on earth am I here for? And Rick said that we have five purposes uh, for being here. Number one, we were planned for God's pleasure, so we should be involved in Christian worship. We should actively worship God 
on an ongoing basis and certainly corporately uh, through a church. Uh, Number two, we were formed for God's family. We are designed, and this is all very, very biblical, we were designed to fellowship and be involved with other believers and support each other, uh, particularly during challenging times like we're going through today. Number three, we were created to become like Christ. So we need ongoing active discipleship where we are growing closer and closer to Christ uh, each day. Study him in the Bible and, and, you know, work toward becoming more like him. Purpose four, we were shaped for serving God. Being involved in ministry and service to others is part of our purpose here on earth. So if we're not giving back, we're probably not achieving our purpose. And then finally, we were made for a mission. And obviously, the Great Commission says that we are to go out and bring uh, people to God in all corners of the earth. You know, but you know, your role in that Christian mission will vary depending upon what your giftings are. Maybe yours is hospitality. Maybe it's evangelism. You know, maybe it's teaching. It's whatever your role is. That is where uh, your purpose lies. And Rick says a big, the two reasons why most Christians don't live their purpose-driven lives are, number one, envy. We focus too much on others. And number two, people-pleasing. We always want to look, uh, keep up with the Joneses, and neither one of those two things matter uh, whatsoever. Now, I want to close today and tell you about a conversation, uh, uh, another conversation that I had with my friend Gorney Williams. Gorney is a remarkable guy. Um, He has had challenges in his life, yet he's amazingly positive and always sowing into the lives of others. And he has used his purpose to overcome unbelievable personal challenges. So we were talking the other day and he was sharing with me, I didn't even ask this, it just fell in line with today's podcast perfectly. And he was telling me how he had found his purpose and how exciting this was to him. And I want to share with you what he told me. He said his purpose after praying, praying, praying to God is that he is to be an agent of hope. And he said, you know, that that's his purpose. Now, what does he do? He is a human potential catalyst. His goal is to bring the best out of other people. How does he do it? He said it's through uh, intrigue. He brings information to them. He brings nuggets uh, to them. He informs them and he inspires them. His goal is to look for an audience and help them achieve their potential. And his and what he's he's focused on doing is finding the top 90 leaders in these areas, incarceration, trauma, abuse, and addiction. That is specifically who he has called, who's be, who he has been called to sow into the leaders within these different areas. So his focus is to be daily led by the Spirit and to focus on his purpose and not his potential. Uh, He wants to be fully aware and accountable, have no more negative desires, rescue those who are beyond hope, plan and pray and move, and leave the how to God. He said, you know, we tend to listen to others too much. You know, they tell us, hey, you should do this or that, and and that's not, we got to stop this. The peace lives in our purpose, and we just need to ask God Have the courage to ask God and start to walk in what God has called us to do. 
And he mentioned the same thing, that our gifts are are uh, not our purpose, but they should align uh, with our purpose. Now, the final conversation that I had was with a gentleman named David Roth. He's the founder of a movement called Work Matters. Uh, David was a big-time corporate executive uh, until God laid a very unique purpose on his heart. And he said, God has used my entire career and faith journey to prepare me for this leadership role at Work Matters. At J.B. Hunt, I learned faith at work leadership and managing the details. At Manugistics, I learned how to grow a business and what the purpose of my work should really be. At American Software, I learned how to deal with the fear of working in a new industry and how to marry the woman of my dreams. At McKesson, I learned how to lead in diversity and how to work hard and play hard. And at Mass Merchandisers, I learned how awesome work really can be and that I actually had something to offer the world. So for more than 19 years, he has been in the, I mean, he literally left his job, was making no money, started this uh, uh, ministry from scratch because he knew that was his purpose in life. And for 19 years, Work Matters has been walking with Christians in every corner of the marketplace as they close the gap between their faith and work. It is so cool. So let me just close by sharing with you on a personal level what this has looked like in my life. So my purpose has evolved uh, over time. You know, initially my purpose was uh, I wanted to be really successful. I wanted people to look at me and think I was successful. I worked uh, super hard, you know, and then it evolved into I wanted to be able to prove that you could be a great leader, a great father, and a great husband all at the same time, that you didn't have to pick one or the other. And now my purpose uh, has evolved into very specifically showing leaders that they can bring God into their business without offending those who think differently from them. And that I, I believe that bringing God into our workplaces is the key to turning around so many negative trends that we see in corporate culture and practicing Christianity and church attendance. I think all of this can be changed if we bring God into our workplaces, and you'll hear much, much more about this in the future. But after having these three very powerful conversations, I believe with all my heart that many of us have lost our purpose. I think we are reacting. I think we are just trying to do the best we can day to day. And I want to encourage all of you listening to this to please step back, pray about God's purpose for your life, go through some of the steps that we've talked about here to help you find your purpose and begin living that purpose. There is power in our purpose, and it will give us the fuel to deal with the challenges, not only in our past, but in our future, and it will help us come closest to God's calling for our lives. So thank you so much for being with me today. I hope this was as meaningful to you as it was to me, and we will look forward to seeing you on the Kingdom Driven CEO next week. Have a wonderful week.